0: morning everybody and welcome to the vanquish your business demons podcast i'm julia stock and my sidekick and partner in crime is the lovely vicky henderson good morning vicky good morning to
1: you all who
0: are listening we've kind of given it away that we're recording this in the morning
1: (laughs) we have given it away so if you're listening anywhere else in the world good afternoon good evening who
0: knows where you are oh i love it when you're all inclusive So um, this is series two of our podcast. We took a break in the autumn and over Christmas, but we're now back fully keen and enthusiastic for January, aren't we? We are, yes. With a slightly different twist. Absolutely. So whereas last season we were kind of interviewing people, this season it's all about us, isn't it? Yeah. So, <laughs> you
1: know, just going to indulge you. I thought I was indulging you. In us. And our genius. Yeah.
0: Um, so your broadband's acting up this morning, so you keep wafting in and out, which should be interesting from an editing perspective. When you go, go when you go Dalek. Um, so this season what we're going to be doing is talking through a question that we've received in from our fabulous audience. Um or something that has tweaked our interest from current affairs, the news, something that we've seen, um, or just something that popped into our head, really. And it's a combination of business and life and mindset, isn't it? And she's cracked up. It
1: certainly is. Because Uh, life gets involved in business.
0: Yes, absolutely. So, I don't know about you, but leading up to coming back and restarting i was getting anxious is that common for business owners to be anxious at the beginning of the year about what might be coming
1: yes you are not alone you are you are you are in a group of many um i think when you've got your own business when it's um, a new year it's a kind of psychological shift into oh this is 2022 um and what happens when you're feeling anxious is that your mind has run out into the future it's a little bit like an untrained puppy and it's looking at what all the possibilities are out in the future and it's basically coming up with like catastrophes whether they're minor or major um and As to what may or may not happen and it's making stuff up it is isn't it and the stuff that it makes up makes you feel anxious yeah so it's you thinking am i going to reach my goals How's my business going to go is coronavirus going to get in the way is there going to be another catastrophe how's it going to work and then yeah your mind can't distinguish between reality and what you've made up and its automatic reaction is to protect you so it goes into fight flight and freeze mode and you start to feel a bit anxious
0: Yes, normal. and given the last two years, we're not wrong <laughs> to be no, looking at our business goals for the next 12 months and going, yeah, that might not happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even though you can have total confidence in your ability to cope and total confidence that, yes, you can do it, your mm-hmm. mind is still misbehaving. Yeah. Okay. Okay so oh mindset god for the benefit of our audience and clearly for me um how can you deal with that apart from just giving yourself a really stern talking to and i love the analogy of the misbehaving puppy um
1: and you need to train your puppy (laughs) there you go (laughs) Um, that's really helpful
0: as a comment
1: but let's be add a little more detail, shall we? <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, basically, there are various different things that you can do. So if you're feeling anxious, you need to bring yourself back to the here and now. Yep. Um, if you're feeling anxious you also probably are looking at this as there's an elephant over there that i need to get to or eat shall we say and eating an elephant in a single sitting is, is quite hard work so you need to break it down into small edible pieces so the first thing is if you're feeling like that you can you need to bring yourself back into the here and now and a really great way to do that is to walk away from what you're doing uh is just to focus on wandering around breathing deeply and just focus on the breathing okay everything else out calm yourself down that's a really great way to get started but then from a business point of view we've got to sort that elephant out it's really interesting sorry to butt in but so
0: making it all about me darling yeah the anxiety is not a proper anxious attack it's just that feeling of unease so yeah i get the whole sort your head out breathing bit and if you're having proper grown-up symptoms that absolutely is important but then for a lot of us including me you know those symptoms kick in when you're walking the dog so you're already out and about it's just your brain has gone in a really unhelpful direction
1: yeah so when your brain's gone in that unhelpful direction it's then about asking yourself the question so how can i break this down Mm
0: -hmm.
1: how am i going to do this and start to think about the plan what happens if you've already got a plan you need to then go back and focus on the plan saying okay so i'm feeling anxious about that what are my next steps? What do I need to do today? Bring it right back down to that moment there.
0: Okay, but I don't know about you, but over I'm being deliberately difficult because yeah,
1: I no, love go for it
0: poking you because um, it gets more out of you. Um, but over Christmas, I don't know about you, but I was absolute deliberate, and I'm not doing any work. Yeah, I refused for 10, 11 days to go into the office, Mm -hmm. Um, even so much so that you'll love this. I accidentally booked to do a couple of coaching appointments on the Monday bank holiday. Um, I noticed it just before Christmas, Um, but I was so determined not to do any work over Christmas that I deliberately didn't contact those people over Christmas to go, it's a bank holiday. You're still interested and instead just turned up to work on Monday the third. Um, and had two great appointments because I refused to engage with doing any work over Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I just kind of s- minorly stewed. But actually, by that Monday, I was ready to go back to work. I was bouncy as anything. It was great.
1: Yes. Your dog walk. <clears throat> and I'm presuming your your angle that you're coming at me at is that you didn't want to do any work over Christmas, but your mind kept wandering off in that way.
0: It's very interesting. Many years ago, probably 20 years ago, the Chartered Management Institute had a brilliant infographic mm-hmm. that showed all the different activities of being a manager. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of those activities was reflection. And I loved this infographic and it's such a shame that it's not still out there because it basically you know, showed reflection as being, I think one of seven or eight different management, key management activities. And it basically implied we should be spending a seventh or an eighth of our time as a leader as a manager reflecting one of the big issues that i see in my clients is they're too busy Mm -hmm. and they don't spend that time reflecting so for me taking time off over christmas your brain is still worrying Mm -hmm. although at a slower pace and that gives you that space and distance that allows you To then come into the new year with both new enthusiasm and energy but often with a new and interesting perspective on how we're going to do things differently because you've had that time for reflection
1: yeah absolutely reflection is vital and i'd say possibly even a a greater percentage of your time should be on reflection than what you indicated yes but if you've got the time available but some reflection is always better than none
0: Which is why I think it's always important for us to have a lunch break
1: um, or
0: time out, which can be incredibly difficult, but it's that time to stop and potentially, yeah, just take three steps back and go, oh. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I agree with you. In terms of dealing with anxiety, doing, for me, is a really important technique. You know when you feel like you've got things under your skin and yeah do something achieve something
1: yeah there is that the reflection element comes into it as well interestingly in that if you you don't have to necessarily be writing anything down but you know if again um as we're saying you know even if you're away from the office and you're trying you know you're not working Your mind is probably going to wander off if you have a moment of quiet, like walking the dog. Yeah. And you may start to feel anxious about the coming year. But actually, if you then use that time to reflect on things, to kind of bring yourself back to the here and the now, what am I doing? I'm walking the dog, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So I'm feeling anxious about this thing. Why not use that time to reflect on? what you need to do making sure that you know where you're going to start when you go back again yeah you might want to have a notepad handy so you can just scribble some ideas down when you get back it's not work did you watch the weather over christmas are you really telling me in the pouring
0: rain no 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 you you want me stood there (laughs) no 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 you
1: have a notepad
0: at home oh good
1: just checking if you have funny brain waves you just scribble it down The other thing to do, if you don't want to be thinking about business and your mind has wandered off, bring yourself back into the here and now. Talk to the dog. Talk to whoever you're out walking with. Make sure you're looking around going, oh, you know, this is disgusting weather that we're wandering around in. For those of you listening that weren't in the UK over the winter, over the Christmas holidays, it was revolting, (laughs) um, particularly down in the South West. So bring yourself back down. Basically, you can just use it to bring your brain in. Um, and and there's
0: the really good mindfulness techniques isn't there sorry you cracked up again yeah there's the really good mindfulness technique of deliberately spotting five things that you can see the four things you can smell what you're hearing
1: um
0: which no if you're having minor level collie wobbles it's probably overdoing it completely it's also that thing of being able to pin down what am I anxious about? Yes. And having a conversation with somebody mm-hmm. about that. Because that's to me a really good way of slaying those evilnesses.
1: Because they'll put a different perspective on it to you and they'll be able to you back down into reality again. So emotional intelligence, which is my area, the first thing is self-awareness. So mm-hmm. it's being aware, saying, I am feeling anxious and then saying, what am I going to do about it? Don't just let it control you. You can choose how you react to that anxiousness and whether that's going for a walk and noticing the colors in the trees and the sound of the birds, because that brings you back down again, whether it's focusing on your breathing because that brings you down again, whether it's then going to have a conversation saying, oh, I'm feeling a bit anxious about this. Can we just spend you know, a cup of tea amount of time to talk it through and then go back to what you were doing. Or some people write it down. Yeah. I was doing this. I noticed I, I noticed I was feeling anxious. Also, as a lady of a certain age
0: with certain symptoms that we're not necessarily in control of, it is important in your own mind to work out what is anxiety and what is just your hormones misbehaving because we women aren't really in control of our bodies, are we? No, we're not. You um, are correct. And there's things that we genuinely should be anxious about because anxiety and, and that, all of the, all that adrenaline is a good thing in terms of making us think, reflect, improve performance. <laughs> so it's not all bad. Um, but there are times where you're standing there going oh and it's like no actually i've got nothing to be anxious about this week so therefore that's my moddy misbehaving and that's important yeah,
1: yeah that's the self-awareness element it's being able to distinguish between the two and everybody um, will respond differently every woman is different i don't get that element at all i of things um but i know plenty of people that do and it's about knowing yourself and knowing your body and the more you get to know yourself acknowledge it don't try to there's a it, you know if you avoid this stuff it gets worse yes so if you don't acknowledge the anxiety it's going to get worse if you go actually i'm feeling so yeah if you're if you ignore the anxiety as you know anybody that you're feeling and you push it away it yeah. will get worse worst yes if you acknowledge how you're feeling so if there's a task in your business that is making you feel anxious sorry i'm going to rechase that that you are choosing to feel anxious about ouch get on and do it (laughs) the more you put it off the worse it will be
0: oh that's so true isn't it yes so true. When you stick your head in the bucket of sand, Brian, eat that frog. Yes. Yes. You know. Yeah. And and you just yeah just do it. Mm-hmm. Whatever yeah. you're putting off, do it first, and you will feel so
1: much better. Yeah, I get all my clients to do it. I say, right, what's your ugly frog? You can eat it first in the morning. You know, Brian Tracy style, eat that frog. And then you can do everything else and after you've done the big thing they go i've not got time to do the big thing just do the big thing just get it out of the way and you will feel a million times better yes yeah um absolutely or if it's a really really big frog just do an hour of it in the morning first thing every morning for a week and get it out of the way that way and then at least you feel good that you've done something. yeah i because think because one things to combat one of the things to combat anxiety is completing a task.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: If you complete a task, you release dopamine and serotonin and all of the good drugs, and they will then counteract the, the not-so-good feelings.
0: Yeah. Um, the last Ofsted inspection that I went through, uh, which would be five years ago now, um, when I was running a training provider, I was in a hideous state before that absolutely hideous state and the weekend before i deliberately talked to bill my husband around we need to be in the garden this weekend we need to do this big exhausting gardening project i need to be worn out i need to be focused on this that and the other because i was in such a state um yeah absolutely it worked
1: yeah Mm. i think the other thing with a a big deadline like that and if you've got something you're feeling particularly anxious about is can i can i control the outcome so if you can control the outcome get on and do it so Uh then you will not feel anxious anymore if you can't control the outcome which is what you couldn't do there's you're wasting energy by feeling anxious about something you can't control so at that point you have to can't control it but i can control how i react to it so find ways to change how you're feeling whether it's going to do an active task taking your mind off it some people will maybe read a book some people will listen to a meditation whatever you need to do but work out if you can't control it you can still control how you react to it and find ways to change how you're feeling about that thing that you can't control
0: Yes, which you make sound so easy. <laughs> Just yeah, find it's ways. Not easy.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not easy and it takes a long time. Um, but you can train yourself to do that. I used to be a very anxious person. I used to have, I mean, I had my worst panic attack was in 2013, and I woke up and I thought I was having a heart attack, and I had fire and daggers in my throat. It was oh. utterly horrific. And yeah, such a bad panic attack. I couldn't speak properly for four days afterwards because everything wow. was so tight in my throat.
0: Wow, that, that puts so I, my one to shame. Um, so I think my worst one, I was on a train going up into London to, have, um, to go to a training event. I was with a member of staff um, and just on this train going up into London, there was nothing in that training event that was worth getting remotely excited about. You know, it's a lovely afternoon, relaxing out of the office. I started having a panic attack on the train going into Waterloo in front of this member of staff. Fortunately, she was a trained first aider. And yeah, sat outside Costa at Waterloo, really, really struggling to get my breathing under control for 20 minutes before we looked each other in the eye and walked to St. Thomas's a and um, and, yeah, spent three or four hours in A&E with them, you know, calming me down. Um, yeah, ridiculous. It's so embarrassing to do in front of a member of staff. Brilliant. Snotting, you get, everything. You need
1: to get over that. These things happen. Oh, absolutely. So But, do you, yeah, you, but... at the time, at the time, you feel embarrassed. Yeah,
0: but, you know, that was my body going, you need to take time out. If
1: you can focus on that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. My body was telling me that it had had enough.
1: Um, yeah. No, and my body was. I, would, I just packed up my life in three weeks from 10 years in France mm-hmm. to apartments. Somebody sent the wrong lorry out. So there wasn't enough space on it. And I was flying back to the UK with three days of a wedding to then go and start a new job after 10 years. So that's where mine came in. But I think the difference is, coming back to what we were talking about, is that Okay, I'm slightly different. I specialize in mindset. But if you focus on your personal development, if you focus on and work regularly that you manage your emotions, your emotional intelligence, you can overcome this. I no longer feel anxiety on that level. And I have all the tools and techniques to get through that. Oh, um,
0: my anxiety is probably a half out of ten. On, yeah. on the scale of one to 10, um, it's just at that intermittent, annoying stage. Yeah. Because the body learns those responses, doesn't it? So it, it keeps trying to send you back in that direction. And you're going, no, I'm not doing that. I am yeah. not going back there. Yeah. Um, I absolutely do not want to relive that time at all. Um, I find a technique that's really useful is remembering to be thankful for things so that yeah. thing of actually going yeah my life is good why is my life good and thank you for it being good and that's keeping your brain positive isn't it
1: it is and uh, gratitude is a really interesting one um dr joe Dispenza, who's a big i'm a big fan of his work um he says that research has been done basically that when you're in a state of gratitude there are 1,200 chemical reactions that start in your body that will heal it and make it feel better. Wow. So if everybody I work with and, and me every morning when I get up, what am I grateful for? I'm grateful for the fact this, that, and everything else. When I go to bed, what am I grateful for? I just walk around now in a permanent state of gratitude because that's the way I've trained myself to be. Mm -hmm. Um, but actually people, if you're feeling anxious, you get bogged down in the, in the lack, of stuff often you're not looking at what you have so if you can change your mindset to say okay i'm grateful for this i'm grateful for that i've got this i've got that and not look at the lack then it will it changes the way you start to think because you're starting to think in an abundance mindset rather than a lacking yeah and when
0: shit happens and it does happen um so for me the low point was Mm. When our business, when our previous business fell over. Um, And it's when you're in that that you're able to say, this is not going to be a permanent state. So, yes, it's really crappy now, but I can see the end of that. And it's really important. I found the most useful technique was to actually describe the life I wanted to have after that horribleness. Um, and once I started dreaming and scheming again, and getting out of survival mode, then you can start taking control again. So, yes, you're right. It's back to controlling the things you can control, and letting go of the stuff that you can't, um, yeah. and, bringing, and it to, you just... sorry, bringing it back to no, sorry, it back to business and the start of the year. We can control our work rate. We can control what we choose to do to market our business, engage with our clients, deliver fabulous services. We can control that stuff. We can't control how people might react to that, but we can control our work rate. So it's back to counting and stressing about the things that we can control.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And also, I think the key thing that you said in there is... Do you have a really clear vision, a visualization in your mind of where you're going, what it's gonna look like, how it's gonna feel when you achieve those goals that you've set? Because if you don't have that, it's very difficult to project yourself forward. But Uh the combination of what can I control? How am I gonna get there? Having a plan, breaking it down, having an end goal, takes a lot of the stress and anxiety out of it and allows you to deal with it in a much better way
0: or you can just start by describing what you don't want in your life Mm -hmm. that's a particularly when you're in a negative mindset describing what you don't want helps you then describe what you do want so i don't want my life to be like this right brilliant now stop whining (laughs) yes and describe what you do want and it to me it didn't have to be in a lot of detail but we do have this brilliant piece of paper that i do need to frame which Uh. was this was what we wanted from life and actually having described it pretty much have gone off and done it i need to dig it out but yeah we made that happen
1: yeah Absolutely. And and that's the way. And it, and if you focus constantly on what you don't want, you'll get what you don't want. If you focus on what you do want, you'll get what you do want. Yes. So but flip, starting flip with what... those. Yeah. Flip them over. That's what I say to everybody. Flip it over. You don't want to feel be stressed, for example. What do you want? I want to feel calm and relaxed. Focus on feeling calm and relaxed.
0: Yeah, I'm more focused on I don't want to be sitting on a train commuting five days a week <laughs> rather than necessarily how I was feeling. It was, yeah, I don't want that in my absolutely. life.
1: Absolutely. So what you want? I want to be, yeah. Yes. So what do you want? You want a home-based job. So focus on, I, I want to be at home having my own business. And, and absolutely flip those things. Yes. You know what you don't want. What do you want? Focus on that. Go for your life.
0: So we are at the end of this week's ramble through the world. Um I always really enjoy it when you really, really go into detail because then I appreciate just how magnificent you are, darling. Well,
1: maybe I need to return the favour and we need to display your genius (laughs) when we get our next question
0: in. Well, yeah, absolutely. So I will see you next week. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. That was the Business Demons podcast, Season 2, Episode 1. Thanks.